Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? You ready? DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of Dem Dem Dare Americas. And I am joined as always by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. It's the man, the myth, the legend. You know him as a scientist. He also is quite the inebriator. Let me tell you, it's DPP. That's well, not my fault you guys drink all beer. I brought it. I just bring it over. So, <laughs> yeah, you're it's not, but you, you don't like you, you encourage it. Well, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I mean, come on. DP, it's not just you and I today. Um, although I got news for you. AJ texted me. He might be back even oh, starting boy. next week. So we'll oh, see. Boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but we have a guest. We have a very important guest and I'm also glad he's here because I, I always like to have everybody on at least once kind of, uh, Welcome them in, even though they've been doing shit for, for years. But one of my favorite new podcasts to go on and to listen to from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, we have Jason, Mr. Jedi Fett himself. Welcome to the show, brother. I, I've been wanting to have you on for a while, and I'm glad we can make it happen. Mr. Pizza Funny, I am so excited and happy to be on this show with you. Uh, and we we're going to have a great time. <laughs> we are, we are it's kind of a little bit of an off week this week um we'll get into the topics later but because i don't really want to get too much into night of champions although we will with a special night of champions edition trivia today that's right boy the the original trivia trickster is is got the questions going but hopefully we'll have the new and improved trivia trickster back um next week but before we do all of that make sure you head on over to prowrestlingtees.com com forward slash the chair shot pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt they got plenty of great designs and styles you can get it in a tank top you can even get that in soft style for just a couple extra dollars all right go ahead be the life of the party head on over to pro wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot and thank you for everybody listening today follow us at uh, podcast dwi number 376 today dp right here on the chair shot radio network on all of your favorite streaming platforms and don't forget the chair Plenty of great opinions, plenty of great articles, and the best coverage in the business from guys like Andrew Blaz, Stephen Mitchell, and, and the list goes on and on. So make sure you're checking that out. Before we get into the nuts and bolts, before we even take a commercial break, Jason. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. Let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. When's your first memory of being of, of either watching wrestling and then becoming a wrestling fan? When did you know? When I knew, because my brother always watched wrestling growing up, um, and I knew in like 1996, when did, uh, nine, no, 97, when did the uh, Sting Pro first show up and spend a year in the Rafters? Before oh, you did Rafters. Uh, yeah, it's right in that time frame. 96? 
So 96, because I jumped in at the perfect time. I was out in my grandma's in Utah, and she had this cool thing called cable. Pretty sweet. <laughs> Pretty sweet. We didn't have that at home. So I got to every Monday while we were up there for like two months because my dad stayed at home and he was like, honey, you, you know, to his wife, my mother, you haven't been out there in years and years and years. Get out there, stay with your family, stay a long time because we live in Boston, uh, Massachusetts. So it's very far. So we went out there for like two months. We were there for July and August. It was awesome. And we, I watched Monday Nitro every single night. Uh, Tony Schiavone and that. That whole gang raised me, and they I saw this dude in a leather jacket telling Hulk Hogan, you know, or implying by his stalking, uh, implying with Hulk Hogan that he was a bad dude and he needed to be taken down. And I was like, you know what, Sting, you're correct. That Hulk Hogan is a bad dude, and he knew before anyone else. So, uh, but yeah, that was it. And then I, I started watching Attitude Era, did that whole thing. Fell out as soon as I turned 21, pretty much, and didn't pick it up again until uh, Stephen Amell decided to, he was going to take a break from being the Green Arrow, and he was going to be on Monday Night Raw, and that got into a match with Stardust, and who became Cody Rhodes, and you know who is Cody Rhodes, obviously, and all that stuff. And I saw this guy on the same night wrestling some dude, some swamp man in a fedora, this guy with a bulletproof vest and a giant tribal tattoo. And I was like, who is this dude? Why is he not the main character all the time? And why aren't we watching a three-hour show about this guy? That's the first impression that I got literally within two minutes of seeing Roman Reigns. And then we were off to the races. If you can't see, if this is not a visual podcast in any medium, you can see that I'm rocking the Tribal Chiefs track jacket. It's been a fun Oh, ride. no, we, you're, you got, I can't, I don't know, I can't see you. Oh, all right. Well, then my camera's not working because it's on perfectly, and I'm not going to fiddle with that right now with my <laughs> dying phone book. As long as you can see us, that's fine. I can see you guys just fine. So, yeah, and then I, my wife and I kind of got back into wrestling when we, you know, we ordered SummerSlam, and at the time, it was, oh, I can just get the WWE Network because the first month is free. So I'll just get that free pay-per-view, and I'll watch Stephen Amell, and then I'll never watch wrestling again. And then three years later, I, I was proposing to my wife in New Orleans at WrestleMania. That's an awesome nice. story, by the way. Uh, I, have, I, have, I have two questions for you. One, um, you're obviously a nerd like we all are when it comes to probably DC, MCU, you know, uh, Star Wars, everything else, correct? I mean, Jedi, Fett. Correct. Okay. Um, you watch the Flash series on CW? I fell out around season five, and I came back around. Okay, right. yeah. Back? Are you back? Are you watching the last season? No, no, I'm I'm, I'm gonna watch. The, I'll I, probably binge that, the last okay, season. Okay, then I have a. Then I have, 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 my DVR. Have you seen Guardians yet? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The yeah, third. The, I, yeah. Oh, we're going this weekend. Okay, you're gonna fucking love it. It's my favorite Marvel Slash. movie. I was gonna uh, say if you say if you start saying something, I'm gonna cover my ears because I haven't seen it yet either. Oh, Come no. On. no, no, no. <laughs> All right, and the last question I had for you was: this, this current day, right now, is your wife still a fan? Does she still watch or keep track of what's going yeah. on a little bit? Yeah. Okay, what she, what she watches like a complete and utter casual, and it's the best thing ever. What is her favorite thing that's going on? What does she like the most? Who does she like, or what story does she like the most? What story does my wife like the most? I bet if I put a gun to her head, she probably couldn't tell me. And she just said from the other room, Orange Cassidy. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. What's her, what's her least favorite thing? She has no least favorite thing. She has no least favorite thing. If it's not freshly squeezed, it's not for her. <laughs> You'll have to buy her a juicer. We lost, your, we lost your audio, Jason, if you're trying to talk to us. And by the way, I can see him this whole time. I don't know how you really? can't. I can. Oh, I'm in John Cena mode. Oh, that is a fantastic. Uh, I can't. I can't uh, hear him right now. Quarter zip there. I can't. Is either. he frozen? He is frozen. Oh. oh. So there you go. Oh, okay. He'll, well, he'll recover. So this is a great time to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to find out what Jason's wife's least favorite thing in professional wrestling is. I, I'm excited to find out. I, I really like to get 
the female perspective because with guys, it's you know, it's one of three different things. So I don't know. You can figure out what those could possibly be. I like to categorize stuff like that and then greg goes i'd love to wonder what those three things he was thinking of were and then i'm like well i just just something i said so stick around we'll be right back dwi 376 chair shot radio network without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, welcome back to DWI Podcast 376. We got Jason from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast here, myself, and DPP. Let's let everybody know what's cracking lacking this week on the podcast known as DWI. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. It's like an AEW sheet at this point. This is it's weird. It's a weird, really it's a weird week. Oh, shut up. <laughs> well it wouldn't be my uh, mindless musings pod guest without a uh, somewhat of te- technical difficulty but i think we're okay now, <laughs> i can hear you i can hear you i'm glad you're back we're good to go how's the, pup? how's the pup by the way how's the yeah. what the, win- the winter puppy the winter pupper bucky yeah yeah he is staring on. me in the face right now oh and he's trying to eat some of my dinner we love you bucky that All is, right, that uh, is fantastic because at uh, my uh, my place of business that I work at, it, we have uh, given ourselves Marvel nicknames, uh, and I am the Winter Soldier. You're your, you are in nice. your fucking workplace right now. You're sitting exactly yeah. where you fucking work. You fucking Wait a second. Bastard. He works from home four days a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys get paid for this. No, no, no. His nah, well, I mean, not a gimmick. Not, not, not a gimmick job. Pennies, um, no, but his real job, that's where he sits, right? That's his look at that wall back that there, is... Jason. That's all fun, cold pops. Yeah, and uh, back here, looks yeah. good, man. That's a good office. That's not bad. And then there's a bar over there, and then the Lego room. You got to see the Lego room one of these days, but yeah, it doesn't we'll have, have to, so we'll have to put pictures up on the chair. Every shot, grown man needs there. a Lego room. Oh, god, we, we, it's a sickness between me and him, but anyway, <laughs> uh, this week on the show. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna discuss AEW Collision Saturday nights, and it's gonna be live. Uh, I believe 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern, right, Jason? Uh, that is correct. Saturday night wrestling is back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're also gonna get into what we've liked and what we've disliked since WrestleMania. Kind of like Greg's favorite thing. We're gonna do like a state of the WWE main roster right now. Okay, post draft, post mania. What are your thoughts? Where do you? What do you? What specific things you want to see move in different directions, okay? So kind of a broad scope there. I, I like to call it the state of because Greg hates it when you call it that. Um, and then we also have – we also, we also you get in the gimmick now, right, Jason? Um, Absolutely. We, we, <laughs> see, we're the new guys. We can't do this stuff. We're just like, yes, boss, no boss. We have thoughts, no boss. You guys are the old heads. You can, you can you know, cause waves and mischief at this point. I mean, I nobody else really besides me and Patrick does anything like that. So, and Patrick, <laughs> Patrick's them, they, those two guys have known each other for almost twenty years. So, I think you know, do DP, DP and I got them beat though. I think we're what twenty seven years. Twenty seven. Yeah. Nice. And we went to high school together, so it's kind of cheating. Um, and then I have Night of Champions trivia for the gentlemen. I got three Night of Champions. Trivia questions with a total possible one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten points and questions That's for you guys. So, points. Jason, some somewhere along the way between now and the last segment of the show, which is trivia, you'll need to 
Uh, you'll need to have a pen and a paper, and at least DP can see what your answer is. Or we'll just make DP answer first. That could work, too. So we'll figure yeah, something out. Yeah, DP can answer there. first. That's fine. There you go. Um, I'm going to get it wrong no matter what it is. So, <laughs> roll, roll, I, roll. If you're in quizzing me on the era when I was like 11, 12, 13, it's going to get a little foggy. Well, all right. It's going to be fun anyway. We'll have a good time. Uh, the people yeah, fun fact, oh. that actually wasn't SummerSlam. Wasn't uh, that the next pay-per-view after SummerSlam? I think that was my first, like, real, okay, I'm going to get this pay-per-view because I'm going to keep the network. Night of Champions generally was a September pay-per-view, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it It was was. because we had the big uh, Cena. Cena had the double – or Seth had the double feature against Cena and Sting. All right. Well, that that knowledge may come in handy down the road here. Yeah, I hope that's not the trivia question. We'll find out. Oh, did I just sure screw up a trivia question? Whoops. We'll we'll find out if I can come up with another one before then. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> no. I'm ruining things. I love it. So then here's a little there you go. Here's a little preview of taste of well, don't worry, I'll get it I'll get another one. Uh one of the questions was Well, no. Okay, well we can just do that right Well, you know what? I can save that. I can save that. It's good. Keep we'll it as a bonus there. question. See if uh-huh. see if DP can get some bonus points right now. We'll leave, can you answer this question? No, no, we'll leave it there. Don't worry, we'll get right. it. Yeah, I got because I got a different way to ask that question, which is perfect, and um, that'll take care of business. I'm loving it. It's DWI. Don't drink and drive, drink and podcast. I used to say that all the time. That used to be like the closing tagline, right? That's I good. Like, said it too many yeah. times, I think. And but now I just like it's, it's no, it's no call it however you like, but call it in the ring. But it'll do. Oh well, wait till wait till you wait till you get to the end of this show today, though. It's changed. Uh, anyway, well, Jason, I need you to uh, I need you to tell DP as enthusiastically as you can to ring the bell. DP, ring the bell. I like it. We should start marking those and collecting them. There you go. Ring the bells. Yeah. The ringing of the bells. Are we gonna put them all together in some big? Compilation or what? Dang it! I, you know, if I was a little more prepared, I would put my ref voice on, like ring the bell. But no, ah, dang it! Next time, it, through the magic of of technology, we can we can mash that take up with the bell. Yeah, and you'll never, and the people at home will never know. No uh, idea. Nobody listens anyway. I'm too lazy <laughs> at this point. Episode like 35, I might have done it. 300? Nah. That's a, that's a, that's a long mm-hmm. time ago. Um, <laughs> all right. Here it is. Hey, I want to I find this real quick because AEW is putting wrestling live back on Saturday nights, which is great. I think Saturday night's main event is the last thing we've gotten live on Saturday night. coolest music if they brought that back i i don't think they can pretty sure they don't have the rights um so here's the here's what i heard AEW's new deal with uh warner brothers discovery wbd is expected to be worth 240 million per year for five years making the total sum 1.2 billion uh there's a good possibility hbo max could be used for content and pay-per-views possibly if they go like a kind of getting a percentage of the um, subscription, which would be really interesting. I don't see that necessarily happening. If the $1.2 billion is, is correct as being reported, that's $80 million per show per year, which is which is pretty darn good, guys. I, I mean... $80 million per dynamite or collision? Per show. They're getting both shows. Oh, okay. So per recording, I guess. Because technically, dynamite's on Wednesdays and collisions on Saturday. I know they record them at the same time, but or right. is dynamite is collision going to be live as well? Collisions live. So that's Saturday. Live. Live. So two live shows. They're, they're changing the whole structure. So it's interesting to me because I mean, like, we don't really cover AEW here. We 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 talk about when things come up. I I, I love to needle people about Punk. And just kind of get the conversation started. Some people like it. Some majority of people hate it. But the funny thing is, is he he is like being reported to be a part of this show. And then nobody's like committed to it. And then the Ace Steel thing happens and blah, 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 blah. But to me, my comparison is I'm wondering, is it too fast? Because 
here's a live show, right? You had other shows that were recorded and people kind of catch them at their leisure. When you have a live show, you kind of miss out on the social media aspect of the show while watching it, which is a cool kind of thing to do while you're watching the show. Also, you kind of, odds are you can find out if you want to. Now, listen, WWE Raw, 1993, six years later, they started SmackDown. When did Dynamite start? 2017? Yes. Six years later, they're starting Collision. Are they running too fast? Because they're nowhere near where WWE was in 99 compared to where AEW is in 2023. Just kind of like... I, I love the fact of what they're doing, right? And they have a gigantic roster, so I think it helps. My problem is, is are they just going to wear out their fan base with too much live television? Because, I don't know, WWE, for, for everything they got, five hours, is, it kills a lot of people, right? Even though two hours seems rushed, it's weird. If you could get a two-and-a-half-hour wrestling show with, with the, the, those bigger rosters, it'd be interesting. Jason, I want to start with you. You're the guest. You're the WCW guy. The mm-hmm. logo looks fucking similar as fuck. Hey, like, so, you copied my homework, but you make it look like you didn't cheat. So talk okay. to me about the arc of the first company, off, what you like. That's what I want to start off with, the, the logo. Because honestly, I know people are like, some people give them a hard time about that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't care that they kind of couch themselves as the, and they never say it out loud, but they say it with, you know, logos and certain things that they do in certain matches and stuff like that. They couch themselves as the spiritual successor to WCW. Well, it was started by Cody's, by Dusty's kid, and it's on Turner. So, yeah, I'm sorry that Vince McMahon owns the WCW property, but Turner and certainly Cody when he was there, and a lot of other people, obviously Shivani and, you know, people like that, have a claim to the WCW persona if they don't have the claim to the WCW money. So that stuff doesn't bother me at all. Now, are they moving too fast? Yes and no. I, in this day and age, no, they're not moving too fast. Live content is the game. It's 2023. Welcome to the party. So, no, in that regard, they're not moving too fast. Is it going to be too much for them, and do they run the risk of some sort of you know, burnout or anything like that. I don't know, but I will tell you one thing. The one thing that I always had in the back of my head with them, even after the the big new deal, you know, I thought I was wondering if they were on some sort of clock, even with the first new deal that they just signed a couple of years ago, I was still like, okay. you know, and with all the upheaval at Warner discovery and all that good stuff, you wonder now I'm not wondering at all. They are, they are in Warner is Warner and Turner, whoever you want to call them, Discovery. They are in the wrestling business. They are not going anywhere. They are they. I don't think any of the higher ups at Turner have any, you know, misconceptions about taking down the WWF. But they are nice and happy to fill a certain void and be and be in that corner. So the one thing that I thought might happen, like seriously, I was waiting for just six months, like. Just randomly one six, like six, hey, in six months, we're going to be done. Like, we're going to have the last dynamite. We're going to have the last night, whatever it is. Or, or this was going to happen. They were going to sign for another deal, and we've, we're dealing with these folks for another 10 years minimum. Maybe, but that was a really long answer. But I think that overall, I think it is a great step for them. And I don't think it's any, it's not biting off more than they can chew per se. However, now that they're here, the risk of burnout is very, very real. Real, So, sorry. Might have been a long-winded answer, but that's what I got. I, hey, passion is passion, and, and, you know, feeling one way about something is fine. I would appreciate the take. Um, what DP, where are you at here? I know you're not an AEW guy. You know, we tried it, but what do you think about that, you know, kind of copying of the, the timelines kind of are similar, then we get this picture, and are they trying to be WCW? Like they said, is that okay? What do you think? I'm, I think I'm okay with the timing. I mean, if they, you know, again, if you're going to get the money, I mean, it's kind of all about the almighty dollar, really. I mean, if they're going to get, you're going to get paid to do this. Awesome. Um, you know, they definitely have a big enough roster. Tony Khan's definitely got enough, plenty of money. 
uh, to, you know, make a roster. And what I, what I'm interested in, like they, they seem to be doing it a little better. I think, um, you know, you think back to an impact and I, Jason, you brought it up, you know, taking on, they're not trying to take on WWE, you know, impact. TNA. Like when they did it, TNA, they were like, we're going TNA live on Mondays. Yeah. We're going head to head with them. Biggest mistake. Why would you ever do that? AEW is not trying to do that. Like, okay, maybe Saturday pay-per-views for WWE kind of made me think like, okay, why would they do it on Saturdays? And really TNT has nothing else to put on Saturday night television. Uh, Do you see see WWE giving a shit and going away from the Saturday pay-per-view? Because I don't. I I think Saturday was always part of the plan. It's 2023, man. The, The Sunday... Sunday is basically for football and obviously by extension the Super Bowl and maybe the Daytona 500. But I don't know. Everything else has kind of just moved around and it's not that big of a deal anymore. And I love the Saturdays. Absolutely. Because I was going to say, I love the friggin' Saturday pay-per-views. Right. It's awesome. <laughs> right? That is beautiful. <laughs> and, and See, you know. I, this one even more because it starts at like 11 my time. Let's oh, go. my God. <laughs> Let's go. We're drinking. In bed by six. It's over. Let's go. (laughs) It's like some of those Saudi shows that start at nine in the morning and just like, yes, brunch and wrestling. Done and done. I'm drinking. I'm in bed by four. Ring the bell again. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. No, no. This is is our true story. These are true stories. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Same. I mean, yeah. For one of the super shows in, in Saudi Arabia, we were drinking very, very early. And I was in bed by five o'clock. It was awesome. There's nothing wrong with that because you don't wake up no. with the over the next day. You get like eleven hours of sleep. <laughs> it's it's perfect. Glorious. It's glorious. All yeah. right. Here's so, what we're gonna do. We're gonna take yeah, it. Big fan. Go no, no, sorry, sorry, I forgot to finish your yeah, thought there, DP. Sorry. No, no. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm good with it. Like, you know, I think, you know, why not take a shot at it? You know, add some add some more content if you can. You know, I don't you know, maybe they can be worried about burnout or whatever, but like again, I at this point like for me, like I, I'm, I'm taking it for the money, right? Um, and again, they're not—they're not trying to necessarily go head to head with WWE. So I think that's—that's that's the biggest part of this is you avoid trying to go head to head with them on a weekly basis, and you know you can have some good wrestling on other days. It's just you know, so why not? So my my favorite thing about the Monday Night Wars, and then kind of after it a little bit was people debuting on each side and not knowing when it would like i mean i've been reading the dirt sheets since i mean i've been i've been getting inside i've been getting inside information since the summer of 89 let's just put it that way uh and that was so you've been get, you've been getting work since summer of 89 got it no 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 uh <laughs> my dad my dad played softball with a guy who was in wwf oh okay and, and my favorite wrestler was the Ultimate Warrior growing up because of the big persona and the colors and the action and the you know the the ADD attention span, quick matches. The same reason he was all of our favorite wrestlers at that age. And I was my dad knew that, and my dad was so cool because he would let me go on and on about wrestling, and he'd act like he was interested, which was good for good for thanks, Dad. I appreciate that. Um, but he knew this guy that played softball with him, and he's like. Okay, kid, come here. Your guy's going over Hogan at WrestleMania. And I'm like, oh, no way. And so that was the first pay-per-view we ever bought. And I got to watch live. Uh, with well, Warrior, so Warrior, how, Hogan. So now to this day, I was uh, in 90. I, uh, uh, I was just, I was not quite 10. I was, I was still nine for WrestleMania. Oh, man. So you, so you knew it was a work that early? Yeah, but I wasn't like for certain yet. But once okay. left and everything happened, I was like, Okay. Okay. And everything got a lot more interesting. Um, Here's here's the fun thing, though. That wrestler is Frankie DeFalco, who runs Brew City Wrestling in our area. And we've been covering their shows and their shit and doing interviews with them and and preview shows and Frankie DeFalco shows. So isn't that crazy that many years later how it comes circle? Yeah, exactly. Full circle shit. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, I haven't told that story in a while. Maybe I never even told that on this podcast podcast so um there you go it's sure, uh, a good one biggest things that can happen between AEW and wwe speaking of people crisscrossing back and forth drew mcintyre to AEW, 
the elite to WWE. That's mine to get it back to going big. Oh my God. You guys got anything? I need, I need Drew to go to Mac and go. I need it. I need <laughs> it. Lost in the shuffle there. I mean, I'd rather give, see him New Japan. Oh no! Give give me Drew McIntyre in WWE because I'm sorry, I was full blown. I like during the during the. Where you want him to Drew McIntyre WWE COVID experience, like champion experience. I was bullshit, just bullshit, because I'm literally just watching. Watching this dude do the exact same fucking thing. Even with Brock Lesnar. We didn't even change the actor. Same thing that we did with Roman in 2015. We're doing with Drew. And they, I'm sorry, Drew. They are minimally... I will be very, very, very nice and tell you that Drew McIntyre is... About as interesting as Roman Reigns was in 2015. If you're into the guy, awesome. Happy for you. Love him. He's the best thing ever going. If you're not into the guy, you see his flaws very, very, very quickly. But anyway, and so that would be just so apropos that he loses all those all those shots. And, you know, people are they're everyone's favorite champion since whatever. You know, the B... Roman's favorite number two. He sends another one over to over to Jacksonville. Amazing. Sign me up. But I need to be there live when he debuts. <laughs> I love it. DP, you got anything you want to see flip flop back and forth? Oh boy. Uh, who's who's over there now? You want to see MJ? Want to see MJF come over? Fuck no. Roman, Roman, let MJF come over? No. No. You know. Uh. You know. No. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need any of them. It's fine. You, see, you, know, hey, you got enough talent. <laughs> WWE's got enough talent. Let's uh, let's keep them pushing those guys. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, as far as them, any of them coming over here, over there, over to WWE, I really enjoy Orange Cassidy just to see what they would do with him. Because um, I they they either are very very terrible with those type of people, or they know exactly how to use them. Hopefully you he think, would be the latter. You think AEW is making money off Orange Cassidy? Imagine the money. Right. I mean, like you get a fucking sun-kissed fucking commercial out of it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. He he'd be he'd be going for Fanta Fanta or something like that. About two seconds. Yeah. All yeah. right. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. We're gonna come back with a, a a brief state of the WWE in our opinion, and then we're gonna hit some trivia. It's DWI three seventy six Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Always use your head and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot. We shall return. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI three seventy six Chairshot Radio Network. We got Jason from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I believe that Twitter handle is at the mindless pod correct uh correct and what is your twitter handle it's at jedi fat j-e-d-i-f-e-t-t j-e-d-i-f-e-t-t great follow by the way i like following you you got some really good takes on a lot of different things whether or not it's wrestling or or entertainment sports i know you're a big boston sports fan we can get into that let's not let's not Not a sports fan huh we're we're bucks we're bucks Bucks fans, so don't worry about it. Uh, and Packer fans, so come on. Uh, all right, we'll keep it moving along. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, the Winter Puppy. So if you like dogs yes. and you like movies and wrestling and sports, at Jedi Fett right there. Great follow. What, so. a, what a guy, man. We got to get you to do our commercials. I do. I do a lot of commercials. Does, <laughs> does, does his own does his own bits. Uh kibbles and bits and bits and bits. I don't know why they came to my head. Uh, let's get into favorite things and least favorite things that have happened since WrestleMania. We've had the draft. We've had backlash. We're in a night of champions. And I kind of feel like as you get into that second pay-per-view after WrestleMania, now you're out of WrestleMania. 
right? Even before it was called WrestleMania Backlash, which is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Um, ring the bell, by the way. Uh, <laughs> once you get to, the, to that next pay-per-view, you're in the summer now. Now you're on the build to SummerSlam, right? And you're complete the tail end of, of getting all the way back to WrestleMania. So let's kind of retrospect since the end of WrestleMania. I, I would say... What it was one of the greatest endings to any WrestleMania that's ever happened, ever, and one of the greatest booking decisions of all time. Yeah, we know. We, we can all move right. on. All right. <laughs> wow, okay. I mean, I wish at some point you'd give us your real opinion on something, Jason, at some point in this podcast. That's I gener- I obviously am giving you a little bit of hyperbole, and I'll understand. I, I can. I, I appreciate will, it. This is the Saturday morning. No, this is like the morning drive time wacky funhouse radio show of the of the chair shot radio network that's kind of what we strive to be here so listen if i was on the debate team i could easily on either team i could create a competent argument about how wrestlemania should have ended or did end and i can defend either one but truly in my heart of hearts that was the right decision if you're not listening to busted open podcast not only did they interview John Cena this week. They also interviewed Stone Cold Steve Austin. And if you'd like to know what the correct answer to who should have won over at WrestleMania 39 is, go listen to the Stone Cold Steve Austin interview because Tommy Dreamer, Bubba Dudley, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, among with a number of other interesting former Hall of Fame wrestlers, personalities, and people that cover the 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 sport, if you will, of professional wrestling, they kind of think that Roman it was good for him to come over. We're just in a lull period on that storyline. Anyway, my favorite thing was backlash since then, since that happened, it's backlash. The whole thing, the whole show was so fun. The run-ins were great. The buildup was great. Even though you didn't have that championship match, my least favorite thing. And it's not even that their fault because you could dial it back up at any time. I think is the bloodline storyline is kind of dropped off and in a holding period right now. And maybe we kick it off Night of Champions here next week as we talk about that. Does 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 the tag match kick that back into high gear? Because it's kind of just been here and there. We knew Roman was going to take a break. Um, let me start with DP this time, Jason. What have you liked the most and not liked the most since since Roman beat Cody? Um, I'd say, boy, very close to, uh, in my favorites uh, going into going for backlash. Um, was the return of Carlito. Uh, just to ah, see him. Yeah. And to see that's his cool. bit again. Hey, that's cool. Was, uh, well, yeah, was, was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> he was always one of my favorites, just had a good gimmick, and, uh, and his uh, theme music is fantastic. So I uh, really enjoyed that one. But to me, really, my top favorite, honestly, is uh, the return of the World Heavyweight title. I think that is really cool. I'm not technically the biggest fan of having two different World Heavyweight titles. But if they're going to commit to a brand split, whatever, I get it. And I think that title looks cool. It made some more intrigue about who is going to be the first champion. It gives some more, uh, I guess, like beef to the summer of having another title there and having a championship uh, that can be defended a little more often if Roman Reigns is going to not necessarily defend his title every pay-per-view or if they split it out and do like Raw and SmackDown pay-per-views or something like that. I, I really am pretty excited about the world title, to be honest with you, the more I've seen it. Um, least favorite, pretty obvious, uh, coming from me, I hate the draft. Absolutely hate the brand split. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I just, I can't stand it. I don't Wait, like the fact the that they hate the draft, or do you hate the way the draft shook out this year? No, I just hate like, the way they do the draft. I hate the way they do the draft. I hate the fact that there is a draft. I hate the fact that there's a brand split. DP and I... <laughs> Deep Jason oh, okay. and I, DP and I came up with what they should do for that, and and what they should do for that is first get rid of the draft as you know it, and implement twice a year a one is a free agency period where people like can be like, well, I'm I'm declaring myself free agent, or you can stay on your brand, and then you can do it that way. Another one is a transfer window. Oh no, it wasn't that. It was a transfer it's window a transfer. instead of a free agent period, and then it was a trade period. Yeah. So brands could trade, and then at another time in the year, brands could, uh, people could initiate their transfer. Then you bring back the draft the nights after WrestleMania, and you only draft NXT. Hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. It's interesting. I personally like the brand warfare, the brand, not even the brand warfare, just the draft. And honestly, do you think it would have benefited to have a general manager for for each side? Because that was my only real point. I like the draft. It was just like, oh, who's drafting really? They they need a figurehead. We need another person on the other side, right? Adam Pierce should stay on SmackDown seniority. Who should be the raw general manager, right? You just pick a guy. I don't care. Get Mick out of retirement again. Oh, get me. somebody. I'm just, a, I'm a just, commissioner. Just, yeah, sure. I'm commissioner Keats of Funny of, of Monday Night Raw. Great. Yeah. Wow. You can come back anytime, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they the shows worked a lot better. Okay, first off, I know why they do it. Because the writers can't help themselves. Even with the stacked <laughs> roster and just go crazy. Like, you all of these people. Strike? Are the writers are you going to go on strike? They might. Right. They they should if they if they're forced to write uh, one cohesive show again. But I think it helps them because seriously because they it keeps them okay. We saw Kevin Owens on Monday. I know Kevin Owens segment on Monday did fucking numbers. And you really want to strike that iron, and you're like, hey, Kevin's hot right now. You know, let's get him out there again. You know, open up SmackDown with Kevin. But no, you can't. You physically can't. You are not allowed by the rules that you are in. You have to think of something else. That's why I love the brand split. The brand split's awesome. Uh, however, you get there, I frankly don't care. I'm entertained by the draft enough that it doesn't bother me. And I think the. Um, obviously you didn't give me the full huge explanation of how you do it, but just as it hits the ear, the transfer window and the free agency and the whatever, the whatever. Yeah. That's great to think about with real people, but now you got to write that stuff. And now you're just creating more stuff that you got to write that you really, it's whose line is it anyway? Well, the points are made up and the rules don't matter. So just the less boxes you put yourself in, the more you can do, like, a superstar shakeup or a, you know, a wild card rule or whatever. Which, yes, once you start abusing them, they end up being stupid and meaningless. But, you know, we can't put training wheels on you for everything. You're going to have to learn how to write. So, yeah, SmackDown, SmackDown and Raw being two separate brands is a lot of fun, in my opinion. All right. 30 seconds each. Mm-hmm. DP. Should AEW and will AEW do a hard brand split for their two shows? Because I'm hearing a hard roster split. Does that mean a hard brand split? What does that mean? Uh, To me, it seems like, uh, yeah, it's going to be, I would say, a hard brand split. I mean, when they're they're announcing this show and they're saying, oh, it's going to, you know, be headlined by, I don't know who they said, Miro and Andrade and... Uh, initially it was CM Punk, but not CM Punk anymore. And, you know, they listed a couple people like these are going to be your headliners. Like, it seems to me like they're pushing towards that. Like they're going to have this group on collision, this group on dynamite, uh, which, you know, fine. If they're going to do that, I guess, again, I'm not the biggest fan of brand splits, but, um, to me, that's what it looks like. It's going. Honestly, what they should do is just don't say it. Just put Miro on on collision. Put these guys on collision. Don't put the Bucks on there every week. Don't put Jericho on there every week. You know, don't put some of your headliners on there. Try to create new headliners because as it hits the ear, could they use a brand split? Sure, because their roster's huge. But they haven't – have they built a singular guy or gal? Like, who's the guy at AEW? MJ. Who's the gal at AEW? Obviously, that's Britt Baker, okay. But that's more of by default Jane than Cargill. what he's done. Sorry? Cargill. Yeah, okay, so Car- Cargill's the gal. So they're probably doing better in the women's division, which is fascinating to say out loud. But, like, the men, well, who's the guy over there? They can't be doing oh. worse than they have for the first 80% of their existence for the women's division, let me tell you. Well, exactly. So, Even hey, you know, Soraya just, is painful, but it's working, I guess. So, so whatever. But like, Soraya, sorry. So yeah, you can't, you can't. 
I don't think they're ready just for the, the, the again, it's, the, it's okay, now you got to write two shows. Now you got to push two guys. Now you got to push, you know, two gals. Um, so unless you do the easy thing and put Brit on one and, and put Jade on the other, now what do you do? Okay, you got to focus on one girl. Because um, I just think that's part of their stagnation is as much as I, the wrestling fan, enjoy the groups and the um, the factions and the faction warfare and everybody's in a club and whatnot because it looks like one of my uh, my GM things in WWE 2K. Yeah, it's cool, but can I also tell you that it probably has not helped them create more singles, singular single stars and just standout stars? I would I would also make that argument. So I, I like the conversation, so I was giving it more than 30 seconds. I'll be real brief here. I think if they do a hard roster split, then it needs to be more of like a main and an NXT thing where you kind of work your way up the dynamite. And because they're not going to create more titles and you need to have titles on each show, especially if you're like an AEW, I think that that's to me, that's my quick, quick take on it. But touchdown video games real quick. Last thing I'm playing is I got NBA 2K23 because it was like $12. That's why I bought it. Now I'm hooked on my career mode, which is fun. DP, uh, how was the new Star Wars game? Jedi Survivor, still pushing through it. It is a lot more difficult than I expected. Uh, a lot of platforming. Uh, but great story so far. Really enjoying it. Um, that's what I got playing right now. Waiting for waiting for the finish of that to play Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Jason? What are you yeah. playing? Right now? Uh, well, I'm playing uh, this little game called Jedi Survivor. It's weird. That oh, Jedi, awesome. Je- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jedi Fett's working his way through that game. Uh, what is the point? Jedi Fett was able to make a Beskar lightsaber. Basically, it's one of the first things he did in the game. So, yeah, thank you. Ring the bell for that guy. Um, so, yeah. And I think it's been a great improvement on the old game. It's an incredible story. Uh, the customization options are just enough. The graphics are incredible. Um, and the one thing that I'll tell you is the same thing that I think DP was getting at. Just like the first one, I just need 20% more direction. Like, <laughs> I play the game on easy, guys. I'm 37 years old. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't play Halo on Legendary just to say I did it. I play to have a good time. I want to know where I'm going. And sometimes you get turned around, even with the maps, even with the directions and all that stuff, you get really turned around. So that's my one little complaint about it. Same as the first game. Other than that, it's absolutely incredible. And cross guard lightsabers are cool. If you don't think so, you're, you just don't like fun. Well, maybe we need to bring back the winner is you segment once a month and have, have uh, Jason on once a month. There you go. Seems like uh, you and, you know, keep Yeah. we got to, Maybe get him a T-shirt or something. Uh, over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash the chair shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do this right now, right here. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Uh, yeah, always happens when you're trying to find what you need. And it just shows up. You want answers? That's my question. You want answers? The question, jerk. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome to Pizza Funny Trivia. There you go, Jason. Just for you. Um, Appreciate you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what I'm going to do is, DP, you're going to write your answer down. Jason, you're going to give. Well, Jason, do you have a? Can you get a pen and paper? Can we get the camera? here because we're no, gonna... my phone's being stupid and bubble right. off it's sorry all right well then we'll have to, sorry, you'll have to just kind of you just have no, to try you and you'll give your answer first and try and remember what you need to give here but here we go this is what we're doing it's night of champions trivia question one all right gentlemen in 2010 at night of champions cody rhodes and this wwe superstar won wwe Tag Team Gold. Wait for the music to finish so you can think about your answer. Who did Cody team with?
All right, DP's got an answer written down. Jason, do you have an answer for me? Who did Cody tag with to win tag team gold at the 2010 Night of Champions? DiBiase. You got DiBiase Jr. as your answer? Yeah. DB oh, yeah, Junior. It wasn't Ted. It was, well, I was just wanted to clarify. Did you say Virgil? You said Cody and Virgil. <laughs> no, Junior. I, Edward, I truly Tedward. don't remember what his All gimmick right. name was, right. but Tedward. Ted DiBiase's kid. Ted, Ted Ward Jr., yep. the money right. stealer. <laughs> the Ted corrupt Ward. one. Ted, yeah, uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, DP, what's your answer? Well, um, either we're both right or we're both what's wrong, because I also said Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Guys, you, you are both wrong. Drew ah. McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, in a five-team oh, turmoil match, Drew McIntyre defeated Evan Bourne and Mark Henry, Santino Morello and Vladimir Kozlov, the Hart oh, Dynasty, David uh, Hart, Smith, and Tyson Kidd, who were the champions at the time, and the Usos with Tamina. All right, no points on the board. None whatsoever. Zip, zilch, zero, nada. That's the way I like it. For DP... And the Jedi Fett. I'm going to call you the Jedi Fett. Is that okay? And I'm going to put the in front of it, like the Ohio State University. Are you good I'll with that? I'll allow it. <laughs> Fucking A, sexy ding. Oh, boy. Oh, sexy ding. Asshole. Uh, well, with that fucking full belt in there. Okay, you, we had already mentioned that. That. Okay, go ahead, Jason. You you spoiled one of my questions. What did you say before earlier in the show? I said that the first I watched SummerSlam because I was like, yeah, I can get the free WWE Network. This pay-per-view will be free. And then I got sucked in by that Roman Reigns fella. And my first real pay-per-view that I paid my hard-earned American dollars for was Night of Champions where... Seth Rollins defended his WWE United States Championship against John Cena, and he also defended his WWE Championship against I can't even remember, but he won. But he won. Sting. Uh, yeah. The icon. Who was it? Sting. Sting. Oh yeah, duh, it was Sting. That's the whole reason that sucked me back in. It's like okay, this Roman Reigns fellow is here and my also my favorite ever is is back he came back at the monday night raw after thank you for reminding me that part of the story that was the last time wwe held night of champions by the way gentlemen yes it's been clash of champions ever since the year before here's your trivia question what match did seth rollins interfere in at the 2014 Night of Champions. Your time starts now. Let me tell you, if you can think about what we just talked about and go back a little bit, you'll think about something very historic that might lead you to the answer to this question. want to say i miss alex trebek uh jason what's the answer to this question what match did he interfere in if he interfered in a match then he wasn't wwe champion so it would have been brock and i can't remember a damn thing else do you know who he wrestled for the other point uh who he wrestled dean ambrose you got one point there, so I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you, and I'm gonna give you. DP, yeah. do you have both answers? Well, I got Lesnar, I guess, if that's one of them, and I said Reigns uh, for the tire uh, for it there, because it was it was Rollins you, coming back from injury. I give you. Rollins had the Money in the Bank briefcase, so yeah. obviously he he interfered in the championship match, which was. In, Installment two, John Cena defending the title against Brock Lesnar. John Cena wins by DQ. Seth Rollins interferes, foreshadowing the cash-in between then and the next night of champions where Rollins was champion. Hmm. All right. We're tied at one to one, but that's okay. Because not only is there one, two, three, four, or five, six, seven points in this next question. 
You guys are tied, and it all comes down to this. First of all, what pay-per-view spawned Night of Champions? What year was it? And who was in a five-way no-DQ championship title match? You got all that? What pay-per-view spawned Night of Champions? What year was it? And who was in a five-way no-DQ championship <laughs> match? You got five wrestlers. Oh, you got a year. You got what pay-per-view spawned it? You guys got that? Yeah. Yep. I got it. A lot of things to think about here. I'll give you a little bit more time. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready because I have no freaking idea. Mitchell. All right, your time's just up. Playing, just playing bits now. Yeah, I, I was. You want another one? <laughs> we could do. Uh... I can't think of a fifth one. There you go. Um, Jason, do you got answers for me? I, I have an, I can give you answers. <laughs> you don't know, do you? You don't <laughs> no, know any answers. No. Well, okay, so I'm going to start out there, uh, and you can. Uh, I trust DP not to change his answer, so you can just ding me or buzz me right away. So it was the year was 1988. Okay, God, no. <laughs> okay, uh, the pay per view was Clash of Champions. Oh, and then I have no idea. Uh, then I'm just going to pick people from different eras. So The Rock, uh, Bruno San Martino, <laughs> oh, Ultimate Warrior. Think big. Think like biggest ever. Andre the Giant. Not like that. Paul mm. Kogan. But if oh, I'm going to grant here. That was five, but I'm going to grant you a wish. A wish. A wish. The biggest I'd, ever. I'd make a wish if I were uh, you. I, oh, Jane, John Cena. <laughs> Jesus. You got a period, Joseph. You got a point? <laughs> and now you're in the fucking lead, bro. If he's fucking Skype kicks out before he can start answering this question, you will win. But if not, I think you might lose. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, DP. What year was unless it? He, unless he says Dylon, 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 and Dylon, and Dylon, I think I'm okay. I think he's going to win. I, you could just tell me your answers, DP. Okay. I don't need to. Uh, yeah, just, I think, yeah, I think there'll be one was in there. <laughs> what was the, what year was it, DP? It was two thousand and seven. Ooh, I think he watched this one. And it was Vengeance. I knew that. And who was that? Well, I have Cena. I don't know. I had. I only have the other. I only have two more written down, and that's Randy Orton and Edge. And I don't know who else was in there. <laughs> ah, Randy no. Orton was, was not. It was Lashley, King Booker, oh. and Mick Foley. Foley. Huh. I would have not gotten yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't give a shit. And if you don't like the rest of the show, then you can. <laughs> All right, there you go, folks. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hey, Jason. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you. What uh, yeah, What do you want to see most importantly? In in whatever your your favorite thing is going on, what 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 is the one thing in wrestling you want to see happen? Oh, I want Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa to win the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Oh, really? Yep. 
I want them to win. I want the Usos to like try to interfere and it doesn't work or last at the last second for some reason we put the bloodline back together and we put a pin in this thing and we get to it, you know, later at a more profitable time. Um, oh, I'm not saying don't do it. It's going to happen. So, um, but yeah, that would be amazing. To, and then also in a more serious, like actual reason, because I want Roman and Solo to win them on Sunday or Saturday, whatever it is. And then I want them Roman to show up at 8.01 on Monday and hand them to Pierce and say, we're not tag team guys. I just wanted to teach my cousins a lesson. And I want Pierce to immediately send the Raw backs, belts back to Raw and send the SmackDown belts back to SmackDown. Because the stagnation of the tag team division for the last like six months has been insane. No one said that yet. I haven't heard anybody or seen any. Stop that. Those titles need to get split back into the brands. You're with a hard brand split. and You just gave the most logical reasoning on what they should do. So kudos to you. I like that a lot. I hope that happens. Um, also, problem- fucking Roman four belts. Give me, give me the t-shirts. Give me the plaques. Give me the, give me the belts. I mean, I got to collect all four at that point. Yeah. Yeah, the only problem for you is I like it a lot, uh, so it's probably not going to happen. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get out of here today. I've had a lot of fun. Jason, thanks for coming on. Tell everybody where they can find you and the Mindless Wrestling Podcast and, more importantly, the Winter Puppy. Well, you can find me uh, and my the Winter Pupper on my Twitter feed. That's my dog, Bucky. I got him because, you know, his name was Bucky and he he's been my best pal ever since so lots of Bucky content lots of Star Wars Boston Celtic sad boy stuff and wrestling and you can find me and these guys and my compatriots over on the chair shot radio network where you can always you where you should always use your head but my me and my compatriots Rob and DJ run the mindless wrestling podcast so please give us a listen because we think we're a lot of fun we just try to tell people to I don't know Watch this television show like a television show. It's a really novel concept that we're trying to get out there to people. So join us, won't you? Love it. Uh, did, did we get an answer, though? Who does, what character or what storyline does your wife hate the most? Uh, anything involving uh, the stereotypical answers to a question mark, man. So if, if somebody's cutting a promo and Dolph Ziggler's music hit, she just, she just checks out immediately. She, she, uh, oh, Dolph Ziggler, waste my time. Uh, so, so she looks the fan of Mac and Tiggles. DP, where can they find you on this show? <laughs> uh, you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs, and it's me, DPP, and this show at Podcast DWI and on Facebook, facebook.com slash DWI podcast. You can follow me at PC Tony. Make sure you go ahead. And check out everything on the Chairshot Radio Network. We got sports. We got entertainment. We got sports entertainment. And thechairshot.com. Great coverage, great opinions, great analysis, great podcast. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. We got tank tops and soft style. We got your nipples covered. And all I can say now is you've been listening to another podcast known as D W Goodbye Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Jason, for 7 billion bonus points and a chance to redeem yourself, go back, change history, and actually win PC Tiny United Champions trivia. Whose theme music ended our show? I, I have nothing else to say on this show except for Roman Reigns is the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Acknowledge him, though. It's true. Goodbye, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.